Hey, it's your boy, Dan Sanchez. Real quick, I wanted to add, uh, thank you for supporting us. Thank you for some of you shared this, our first episode on social media and left some feedback. We thank you so much. It helps us develop this and and help us helps us reach and impact other people that have probably gone through some things or just need a word of encouragement or want a little bit of hope in their current situation. Thank you so much for join, joining our journey. I encourage you guys to leave some feedback. I encourage you guys to go onto the Anchor app and leave a recorded voicemail. Now, if we uh, if we get some of those, we'll actually implement those sound bits into our next podcast. So you might just be, be hearing yourself in our next podcast. So I definitely encourage that. Other than that, have a fantastic day and we love you. Everybody, welcome back to How We Do Live, Love, Discover. Um, this is episode two, and we're super excited about this because we're digging into the genesis of our marriage, how this all started. Now, I just really want to uh, emphasize this is not a marriage podcast, but we are married, and it's a lot of stuff we talk about um, is coming from a lot of yeah. our adventure as a experience adventures and experience as a married couple yeah um but uh shout out to anybody who's out there getting married about to be married or has just recently gotten married congratulations this journey is an amazing journey it's definitely not an easy one and um it's going to require a lot of faith a lot of prayer a lot of um selflessness yeah you know because uh when you bring two independent minds together uh, to work as one, it is not an easy task. A lot of compromise. A lot of compromise. For sure. Yeah. So before we get started, I do want to uh, talk about uh, the. So we got some reviews, some good feedback last from the last podcast. I just want to share one of them. This is actually from my aunt. Got some love from my family from out in California, Lourdes Contreras from California. She said, you guys are awesome, not just because you are my family, but because being able to overcome so much in your young marriage is inspiring to the new generation of couples. The transparency of your life experience is not only liberating for you, but the example of the faithful hand of God in our lives when we trust when we trust him with our all. Thank you for accepting the calling because many will come to the uh, to the faithful because many will come to the faithful through your testimony. Thank you for sharing. That's my aunt, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Um, we love you so much. Thank you so much for that. That's Honestly, and uh, also, I, w- I just want to say thank you to everybody that was just so positive and, and just giving feedback, too. But I, I like that we highlighted hers. As well. Yeah, yeah. And we, we definitely, uh, we ask that you keep giving us feedback because as we uh, embark on this journey, it definitely helps us um, uh not only build confidence, but also take some positive criticism and yeah. and um, make some shifts, some changes yeah. uh, where necessary. So thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> right. So uh, so we're going to dig in. Okay. So we, we briefly discussed uh, our, uh, our marriage and some of the challenges, one of them being jealousy. Well, we're going to talk about why how that all started and we didn't start off in 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 really good um i mean we had a god-centered foundation but um at some point <laughs> okay in between well, we're gonna talk about how we screwed that up yeah yeah <laughs> how we screwed it up but uh the mercy and the grace of of our heavenly father is amazing mm-hmm. so this quote is great is um desmond tutu said hope is being able to see that there is a light Despite all of the darkness and our story has lots of faith, lots of hope built into it, um, because that's really what carried us through. Uh, And another quote by Martin Luther King that impacted me, uh, we must accept infinite disappointment, but never lose infinite hope. What do you think about that? It's really good. 
Really, really good? Really, really good. Okay. <laughs> All right. So it was 2009, y'all. 2009 is the year we met. And um, I was fresh out of jail, as I mentioned in the last podcast. It was fresh out of jail, y'all. Remember? <laughs> yeah, but um, we're not going to get into that in this podcast. Um, I will be getting into that because it's a pretty amazing story of how that happened and how I got to that point and how I overcame. Um, well, this is one of the beginning process, um, meeting my wife. So the day I got out of jail is actually the day that I met you, right? Yeah, you met me, but we only saw each other briefly and then we didn't see each other for a while. But yeah, I it was like introduction, like, hey. Yeah, I shook her hand and um, I said like, you mine, girl. <laughs> no, you did not say that. No. To you, no. No, I, I knew his parents before I met him. And I was really close with his mom, which is really funny. She was like, like, like I said, I've always sought for like elderly wisdom. And his mom was actually one of those people at, even before we got married. So that that's funny. So and, she was my mom, my mom's friend. Yeah. And she never even mentioned Daniel because Daniel was not in church at the time, whatever. And so, but then there was a time where she came to church and she was like, pray for my son. He's in jail. Like, uh, we're going to be fasting and praying like the church, whoever wants to jump in and fast and pray about the situation. And so it's funny because since I had opened up so much with her to her, I mean, um, I felt called to fast for this person that I didn't know, but I just knew it was her son. And so I started fasting and praying with her, praying for Daniel, not even knowing who he was, what he looked like, not even in a picture, nothing like I had no idea. I mean, I never even thought I was going to get to meet him. And uh, yeah, so it's funny the day we met. Um, it was in August, but it was briefly, she was just like, hey, Sigrid, look, this is my son, the one we've been praying for. Look, God answered our prayers. He's today. He got out today. And I was like, oh, wow. And I was like, oh, hi. Hi, Daniel. My name is Sigrid. Nice to meet you. I said, we've been praying for you. I'm so happy to see um, that God has answered our prayers. That's amazing. That's great. And then after that, we didn't see each other for two months. Wait, wait, don't, like when you first saw me, did you like fall, fall in love? And No, it was funny. Oh, my gosh, guys, this is funny. Okay, so when I saw him, I didn't even think he was cute, like nothing. I just saw him and I was like, whoa, what's up with his hair? He so has some like porcupines, scary. I, I literally can compare it to a porcupine. Like he had like long hair, but he had it like spiky. And I, the only reason I remember was because I was like, whoa, uh, yeah, that's really long hair. And obviously because... I, I really paid attention because that was my friend's son and we had been praying for him. So I, that that's something I, I paid attention to. But I mean, other than that, I didn't think like, oh, my God, he's cute or I didn't think nothing of it. And at this time, I was really centered in serving God and stuff. And so because of that, I, I didn't think nothing of it. I was just like, oh, nice to meet you. It'll be cool if you hung out with our youth, because at the time we saw like a youth group that you hang out and stuff. But yeah, no, no interest whatsoever. Not even like not nothing. <laughs> I'm sorry, babe. It's all good. It's all good. good. But like in my mind, I was like, okay, she's going to get to know me. (laughs) I don't even know where that sudden confidence came from. But um, what I will say is when I was incarcerated, uh, I knew that I was going to make a 360 in my life. I was dedicated to making some changes. I knew that all the decisions that I had made until that point had led me where I was behind bars. So I knew that if I wanted to get out of that situation, I would need a different type of thinking. And I didn't grow up in church. Um, actually, my parents were beginning their journey of uh, of going to church around that time. And um, my pops had always told me, like, whenever, um, if you ever go to jail, um, I would never go and visit you. And I don't know where that came from. because I know I behaved bad as a kid. But um, I never anticipated something like that. You think that. he knew? <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I felt like, oh, this one's this one's getting down to maybe, jail. Maybe maybe it felt kind of like a uh, uh, like a curse or something. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, um, don't tell your children that because don't need. <laughs> but anyway, he was saying that, and so like when I did get incarcerated, the last thing I expected was for my dad to come visit me. But sure enough, he did. He did. He um, he um, he told me how he had a. Uh, broken down uh because he couldn't believe that happened but um he didn't want to come see me but you know being uh the uh growing christian he was learning to be a good christian and he knew that going and seeing me was something that he needed to do as part of uh, his development and relationship with christ so 
so he did. He came and visited me, which was a shocker. But not only did he visit me, he, he put some money in my books. He put some money so I was able to munch and crunch on some Cheetos and while I was in there, some Top Ramen. You know, that's like, yeah, your goodies, huh? Yeah. I was able to Stashes. make some, some spread in there. And so, um, and also he gave me a book called The Mighty Hand of God. He actually has sent that to me while I was in there. And so I began to read about who who this God was and 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 how good and how much he loved us and and all that and a lot of that stuff didn't make sense to me at first like one of the first like right in the first chapter i believe it was talking about um how pride was a bad thing and being a heathen you know <laughs> i was like how the heck is pride a bad thing like this is stupid <laughs> like how is pride a bad thing like this makes no damn sense like, that's what i was thinking right <laughs> and so um I almost didn't continue reading, you know, because it was saying how pride was bad. That's how great the pride was within you. Yeah. You were going to stop reading. Yeah, and it was saying how humility was good. I was like, are you freaking serious? Are you serious right now? It's like, this is, don't make no damn sense. So I, that's what I was thinking. But regardless, like I said, okay, you know, okay, Daniel, whatever you know at this point has gotten you here. You give this a chance. So, and I did, I, I kept reading and I was just intrigued. And uh, I started going to the uh, services, the church services in jail. Uh, they had Spanish and English service. I was at all of them. I was at all of them. And so I just kept going. I was just, and I think it kept me away from a lot of stuff as well while I was in there. And so I was just kept, just kept going and just kept immersing myself in that, uh, in the word of God, even though I had no idea what I was doing. But that gave me hope. It gave me hope, like, even though I'm here, I'm locked up in everything uh, is looking bad for me right now. My future looks dark. Like, where do I go from here? I didn't really feel like that because of the hope I was acquiring, the faith that I was acquiring. I was like, wait, there's a light at the end of this tunnel. Like, yeah. my story doesn't end here. Yeah. And so I, I just I just hung on to that. I just hung on to that. And um, of course, like, it didn't come easy. You know, life comes along. Like, it's one thing to to receive it and believe it. It's one thing. It's another thing to put it into action. And so um, anyway, uh, I, 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 I'm with this new faith. I, I made a commitment that once I get out, I'm going to I'm going to pursue this life of, of, of following Christ. And one of the things I wrote, I wrote down a list of what I was going to do when I got out, like I was going to get my life right. You know, and also I asked God, you know, God, if I'm going to do this, I can't do it alone. And I felt like I, I couldn't do it alone. I said, I, I want to get married young. Like, I want to have someone, a partner that I can do life with as soon as I get out of here, God. Like, Aww, that's, you're so cute. <laughs> I, I want to find somebody. But the funny thing is, I was like detailed. I was picky. I was specific of what I wanted. And then um, uh, I wrote down exactly what I wanted. And, uh, and like, what did you say? You know, I just said, I want Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> just like, like I Can want I, I want somebody <laughs> I want somebody that 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 knows you. I want somebody that is light skinned <laughs> and colored eyes. And so uh, I don't know I don't remember if there was any other specifics, but those are the ones that like <laughs> that, I, that I can remember. But um like so when I got out and I met I met this girl at church, I'm like Did you think you had a shot? Like after, like when you thought about like your your record and stuff. Well, I was riding the wave of my faith at that time, and and like you were high on that wave, huh? Yeah. <laughs> like I'm gonna get what I said I'm yeah, gonna get. I was, <laughs> I was steady on my surfboard, and, and so like yeah, I saw like I told my brother I'm a wife her, like <laughs> I, I, she gonna be my wife, and, and he's like oh, I don't know she has a boyfriend. I was like, yeah, that can change. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so. Yeah, so that's that's what was going on there. Uh, now, so let me ask you, like, because mm -hmm. when when we met, yeah, like there was no no attraction at all. No. So we did meet again. Okay. I went to a Bible study. Yeah, and that was that was um, at the end of October when we started seeing each other again. Like we, it was at the end of October. Um. They started showing up because I guess you were going, remember, you were going, I guess, to the English services. And also, um, I served in a Spanish ministry with his parents. Um, and so 
he didn't like after I saw him that one time, he was more comfortable going to the English services. So he was going there and I was serving in the Spanish services. So we never saw each other for like two months straight because we met in August. Like I said, when he got out, he actually got out on his mom's birthday. That's why I remember the date. Uh, yeah. And um, so. Oh, side note, side note. Uh, yeah, it was crazy when I was locked up like somebody at church, the church that my mom was going to had some kind of dream. And about the release date. And this was before I even had my, uh, before I was even sentenced. I was in there a good month, month and a half before I even knew how long I would be in there and uh, what my sentencing would be. Mm. And, but somebody had a dream and they told my mom that I would be released at, at a specific date. Mm-hmm. And so that was like the first time I experienced the supernatural because when I got re- my release date, it was the same exact date that was prophesied. Yeah, it's like, crazy. I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah it, was, it was crazy, but um, anyway, go ahead. But yeah, so so we saw each other. I remember it was August 26th. That's when it's your mom's birthday. Um, And I remember that. So we met that time. We didn't see each other after that at all. Like I, I, you didn't come around or anything. And I remember we went, I think, one time to a Bible study at your house. But like we didn't even talk that time. And I went, actually went over with my ex-boyfriend. I remember that. And we're all together, like the, all the youth was together because your dad was holding Bible studies. But we didn't talk. And my like, mom, parents had. Yeah, and you, you, oh, I, you weren't I, even I, really I, present for the Bible study. You I were kind of like I in your room. I came out with, the, with, my, with my pit bull for yeah, like a few minutes. for like a few minutes. And we're swimming in the pool and yeah. stuff because your parents had invited us over to swim. And it was pretty cold. Yeah. It was like nighttime. And I remember, I, I remember that. But like I didn't even, we didn't even talk. We didn't even see each other. Like you didn't even hang out with all the youth that was like hanging out with like at the Bible study, or whatever. So there was like I was going through some stuff too. I was yeah, like, a lot of self esteem stuff. Yeah, like, like it's weird. So that, so like I said, like that confidence is. Yeah, I don't know. It was a mixture. That was in September, I think. Okay. That was like around September when that happened. Where like we went over, and I was still with my ex boyfriend. Then in October, the end of October, I was already. I had already. I was not no longer with my ex boyfriend. I remember that's when you started coming around like to Bible studies and like oh, yeah. worship my mom, practice. Yeah, my mom invited me and I asked her <laughs> if she was, she knew if, that I was newly single. If my too. wife was going to be there. Oh, well, not my wife at the time, but if this girl, see her, didn't be there. And she said, yeah. So I said, all right, let's go. <laughs> okay, guys, there's a backstory. This is hilarious. So Daniel shows up with a guitar that was like missing. <laughs> I don't remember from like one or two. I don't two. think I had the guitar yet. No, you had a guitar. I don't know who gave you the guitar. I just remember you showed up with a guitar and you were like, it was missing strings. Don't lie now. It's okay. It's okay. So he gets, I mean, oh, he's embarrassed, but it's really funny. So we're all practicing. So I was part of the worship team and his mom was too. And so we used to practice at the pastor's wife's, well, at the pastor's house. And I remember we, like, we would just practice in the living room and stuff. And Daniel shows up and I'm like, oh, that's weird. Like, I guess he plays an instrument. Oh, this is interesting. Oh, wow. I didn't know he played an instrument. That's cool. And I'm like, oh, I guess he's going to start coming to like the Spanish ministry or something, start serving there. I was just, I mean, but I didn't even think much of it. Like I still to this time, like I, at this time, like I didn't even, I was really focusing, just like wanting to be focused on God and asking God for the next person that I dated to be the person I married. So I wasn't like right away, like trying to look for somebody like, oh, this might be it or this guy might be it. It wasn't like that. I was kind of like, OK, God, I'm going to wait on you. So I, I didn't look at him like that, like seeing if he was a potential candidate for my husband or nothing like that. So one of the times we, we got to sit down and actually talk. Oh, wait, but that's not the time, though. That wasn't the time. No, because that time, Daniel, so this time that I'm talking about was the first time Daniel shows up to practice. He shows up with a broken guitar, and he's like, we're like in the middle of practice, and he's like off key, like trying to figure out what he's doing with the guitar, and we make jokes about it now, like he was like, ring, ring. <laughs> and we, all because he was trying to get to know me, but it's funny, that time we didn't even get to talk because I had to leave practice early. And then he came next week, the next week again. And that's when we kind of got to talking. And this was, this was at the end of October, like the very last week of October or something like that. Yeah. When we started talking, Daniel was telling me kind of what he had gone through in jail and stuff. And I was just like, wow, like, dang, he's been through a lot. Yes. A side note, like, so I just out of jail. I did not have a car. I did not have a job. (laughs) And I didn't even have a cell phone. Go ahead. Yeah. And I remember, so, so yeah, and so we're talking and I mean, uh, like I was getting to know him in the conversation. I was like, wow, this is a really interesting guy. Like, wow, that's awesome to see how, man, he's just so full of faith. And like, regardless of what he's gone through, like he's here wanting to serve God. And I was like, wow, he's fired up for God. And 
I saw I found that to be interesting. I was and spitting at Jesus, gang. <laughs> I was like, wow, like that's that's amazing. Like that intrigued me, but it wasn't anything like yet where I was like, oh, he's like, oh my God, nothing like that. I was just like, oh wow, that's amazing. Like that's so awesome. What a great guy. Um, and then at the end when I was leaving, he was like, hey, he's like, would you mind if I give you if um if I give you my number? And I was like, oh no, sorry, like. No, I, I got rejected. I, no, I can't. I was like, no, I'm okay. He's like, no, 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 just like friends. I was like, no, 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 it's fine. And then uh, what's funny is he he wasn't even trying to give me his number. He was trying to give me a number I already had because it was his mom's number. Yeah, it was like a spit game from a mama's phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's funny. After that, he didn't show up for a while. Like, he didn't show up for like two weeks or something. I mean, how could I? I was embarrassed. You know, yeah. Yeah. He didn't show up for a while. like I think it was like two weeks or something. He he no longer showed up to practice, but um yeah, like then So what exactly were you looking for in a man? I honestly, um so yeah, like I think I, I had been in a relationship for a while before and I just was feeling like okay, I I, I don't want to waste any more time with somebody I'm not supposed to be with if this is not the person for me. So I just started praying and asking God, um that if it wasn't the person for me to remove that person and I wanted somebody that was going to be fired up for him. And I felt like somebody was going to be passionate for the things of the Lord, somebody that was going to be able to be a leader of my home. And I just felt like, you know what, like, um, yeah, like I, I wanted somebody that was going to lead me closer to Christ and not away from Christ. And I, I really, I felt like at the time in my life, like I really did need that. Yeah. Uh, like I, I wanted somebody that I could see as the head of my home. Yeah. And then you want to, you say you want to start a family young. Then. Yeah, for sure. Like I remember wanting that too. I was just like, God, like I want to be married young. I want to have children young. I want to give my energy, my attention to my children. You know, um, that was my biggest desire. I think, you know, cause coming from a broken home, I just felt like I needed my own, yeah. like my own. And, and I think that's what, um, I, I think that's where we both, um, uh, Thing zinged, you know, from like <laughs> wow. Uh, so if you guys don't know where that word comes from, um, we've watched Hotel Transylvania with the kids, and oh, they zing ones. <laughs> so as uh, like, because so you know, funny. she what she wanted was the same thing that I wanted. She yeah. wanted to be married and have kids young, and I like. And while I was locked up, I was like, okay, this is the journey I want to start. Like, this is where I want to be. I want to have kids and start young. Like, and it so happened that we both had that same vision. And I think that's important because sometimes you'll get, um, I've heard stories of people getting into relationships where like one of one, one of the um, person in the relationship will mm-hmm. want to have kids soon or have multiple kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one doesn't. Yeah. And, and, that, I, yeah. and that can be a conflict. Yeah. Also, one of them wants to go one direction. Like, wants to serve God and one doesn't. One doesn't. One Or one is fired up for God and the other one isn't. And yeah. it's like... And so it, it, I think it brings an extra challenge to yeah. the relationship, um, especially early on. Um, if you're dating in the dating relationship, if you have, if you're just be aware, like be, ask each other, like, I mean, you're going to do, if you plan to do life with this person, don't waste any time. Yeah. Like I would recommend like getting really down to the nitty gritty of like yeah. knowing, okay, what is it that you want from this? That was, that was one of the things we did do. I remember oh, like yeah. when we started kind of like, when we started kind of like, talking and like getting to know each other like we asked a lot of questions i think before we even set yeah. our minds up to think like oh you yeah. might be the one or whatever yeah like i want to know what she wanted and she wanted yeah. to know what i wanted yeah. and where we were going because i mean if we weren't on the same yeah. page yeah. i don't think we would have continued yeah and i think we talked a lot about too like just serving god because that was a big deal i just felt like you know I wanted to dedicate my life to Christ and in any way I could to serve him because of, I was just so grateful what God had yeah. done for me. And I felt like I got that sense from you. And I think that's, that's where I started really seeing you differently. And I was like, Oh my God, like this guy, he's, and I started liking him, but I was like, okay, like, okay, okay. Let's, let's pray about this. You know, cause I didn't want to just date you and you not be the person that I was going to marry. Right. So, um, with that being said, um, we, we were followers of Christ, but we were not perfect. No. <laughs> uh-oh. Yeah. We screwed up. Here comes the uh-oh. We screwed up, guys. So we actually had sex before marriage, and um, so I just couldn't keep her off of me. And uh, <gasps> Really? <laughs> just, wow. Uh, just kidding. But, Daniel Sanchez. All right. So, no, but basically. <laughs> That's a lie, guys. Okay, so. Yeah. So basically, like, <laughs> I was very bad, and I was very persuasive. 
And uh, no, I, okay, <laughs> no, I, I won't let him take the full blame, but also I'm not gonna let him put the blame on me. It takes two, and honestly, yeah, I think both made very bad. Decisions. Yeah, I think what uh, happened was we prayed and we're asking God before we dated. We we agreed on that, and it's funny because we were even praying. For our ex-boyfriend and ex-girlfriend, yeah. we remember we yeah. we made like a prayer list and we we're praying for them that God would give them peace and comfort because uh, it was kind of like rough breakups that we had. Yeah, like even right. though they were already over before before we actually officially started talking, but still it was like we we still cared for them. I think in a way of like just as human beings and the love of Christ. And so I remember praying for him. And she, he was praying for his ex-girlfriend and stuff. And and I that's when I was like, wow, this is amazing. Like we like how is it that we could be like the compassion that God had put in us for them, even though the relationships were over before we even met. It wasn't like we broke up with them to be with each other. It was like, it was. Well, I kind of was more like praying she didn't come back and try to break my my windows or yeah, which do so crazy because yeah, she yeah. She actually sent me a message on yeah, Facebook. You remember that? She's a little cuckoo. Yeah, but anyway, that's that's be. Yeah, so. You will go into some dark ages uh, later on. Yeah, we'll talk about that in another podcast. Yeah, um, um, but yeah, and I just I, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, so like yeah, we, we messed up. We we we. Oh yeah. So I was gonna say is so yeah like. I think we prayed, we prayed before we started dating. And then once we got the green light, I think it just became so easy to be like, oh my God, like, cause yeah. we were praying about we it. Put our guards down. Yeah. Big sure. time. We were just like, oh my God, like this. I we felt, got caught up in the emotions. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like I just started feeling like, oh my God, this is going to be my husband. Yeah. Like, and, and not that automatically I was like, okay, that means we could do this. It was just kind of like my, my heart was more also, open, which we were, is not. There was a lot of times where we were just us by ourselves, which yeah. is not a good idea. Yeah, especially when you know, yeah. like, if you really are planning, like, you got to think about it. Like, if you keep God at the center and constantly, like, guarding the, what you have because God has given it to you, like, I think you would be better off because what happened with us was like, we didn't guard that. Like we knew that this was a relationship God had given us to one day in the future, get married. And we didn't guard it. We didn't guard it. We just kind of put our guards down, like you said. And then we were just kind of like being really stupid, like yeah. just hanging out really late at night yeah, yeah. with nobody around. Yeah, yeah. It was like, we were setting our, ourselves up for failure for yeah. sure. Like, yeah. 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 And, um, so what, what happened was we messed up. And so, like more right around that time that was that was happening, I was like, okay, you know, I don't want to continue to do this. I want to get married, and so I did bring up the idea. I, I brought the idea up to my dad. Like I said, pops, you know, like um, this is what I want to do. I want to get married. Oh, by the way, I didn't have a job. Like I said, I was staying with my parents, and they were they're great help. They were like they yeah. carried me through this season. Um, yeah, carried us through us. this season. They're, they've always been there for us. Yeah, absolutely. To this day, like shout out to something. my mom and pops. We yeah, love them. Awesome. Yeah. So. Um, but he said, no, I mean, you guys are crazy. You guys, like, just don't really even know each other that well. Like, you're just getting to know each other. Like, how long were we, like? Yeah, we were not dating very long. I think it was just the fact that we had gotten confirmation because we had been praying about it. And we got confirmation through different people yeah. and stuff, like, and and just praying. And we fasted, too. And so I think that. We're going to hell. Stop. <laughs> <Daniel>. <laughs> anyway um but yeah like so we prayed about it and i asked him like, okay dad like i want to do this but i didn't want to tell him what, what had happened but um he, he pretty much said no it's not a good idea so we're not yet we're not yet but so i you know me being the rebel that i am i decided to um take this into my own hands so i jumped the gun and shot the bullets oh my goodness <laughs> I joked Great way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> like, without and, and um, please forgive me. Don't be mad at me um, if you're listening to this because this sounds so bad. I I didn't even tell her that I was going to uh, get her pregnant. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. This I remember is my, crying this when is he broke the news. Twenty year old me, you know, like uh, no, actually, I was still nineteen. Was that? No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Still 19. You're going on to yeah, like, about I, to turn 20. Yeah. I have no idea what I'm doing. But I said, okay, like, I'm going to take this matter into my own hands. Like, mm-hmm. we're going to just make this happen. <laughs> oh, gosh. But the crazy part is that, um, so all this time throughout my pregnancy, like, even, even when... I was like, oh, my God, Daniel, I think I might be pregnant. He's like, yeah, I think you are. And I was like, why is he so sure? I had never in my life 
I just, I don't know if this is TMI, I don't know, uh, but I'm just going to share it because I just want to be open. <laughs> um, I had never in my life bought a pregnancy test before. And I remember going to Walmart and I was just like, me and him both went to Walmart. And I remember I was like at the aisle where the pregnancy tests were at and I was so scared to get one. And I was like, I can't. And there was like a person that was working there at Walmart there. And I just was scared to look, be looked down upon like, like, wow, here we go. A teenage girl buying a pregnancy test. Cause I was at the time, what was I? 18. No, I was 19. 19. I was 19. Yeah, I was yeah. 20. you were about to turn 20. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, my God, here we go. Like stereotype stereotypes of like, oh, you know, like like teenage girls getting pregnant. So I was just like, oh, my God, I was so scared. And I remember Daniel being like, it's fine. Just get it. And he was like so confident. He didn't care that the pregnancy pregnancy test wasn't even for him. Like he went ahead and grabbed it and I hid behind an aisle. That's mm-hmm. funny. Like, seriously, I was hiding behind like the shampoo aisle or something. And then once he got it, he came to me. He's like, all right, let's go. And he paid for it and stuff. And I, I just remember being so scared took the pregnancy test. There was two of them in there and both of them were positive. And I was just like, Oh my God, what are we going to do? We have to break the news All my, most of my family is Christian. So to them, I knew it was going to be like heartbreaking and, and so shocking because I was at the time serving at church. And I, I mean, I failed big time. Like I was like, considered I, I guess in a way people thought I was like the good girl in our family or something I don't know what and so I knew that they were going to look down on me because of this so I was so, so so scared and I remember telling Dan like what are we going to do and he's like yeah I knew you were going to be pregnant I was like well how did you know but he didn't say anything at the time mind you he doesn't tell me that he got me pregnant on purpose till I'm already eight months pregnant full belly big belly like and I remember he was so nervous. He was like, oh, my God, dude, um, we need to sit down. We need to talk. And I was like, what? What? Like, what's oh, I'm over here. Big belly sitting down like, what? What happened? Like, yeah. naive. He's like, I was a heathen, y'all. He's like, I need to tell you something. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I'm thinking, like, the worst thing possible. Like, what did he do? Like, did he cheat on me? What happened? And he's like, I need to talk to you. He's And I was like, what? What is it? And he was so nervous. He's like, okay, you have to promise me, like, no, like, you might be upset, but you have to promise me that you're going to get past your anger and you're, you're going to be okay. And I was like, well, I can't promise you that. Like, I don't know what it is. And then I remember he was just like, you know how, like, you know, like, obviously you're pregnant. And I was like, yeah. And I looked down I'm like, yeah, my belly. Yeah, I'm pregnant. And he's like, well, um, like, there's something that's been um, like uh, that I've been wanting to tell you. And I didn't know how to because I've been so scared, but you deserve to know. And I was like, oh, my God, what? And so he's like, um, well, you know how we thought like it just like you just got pregnant just like that like it just happened and it was like an accident or whatever and I was like yeah he's like well it's it wasn't he's like it wasn't that's why I knew that you were going to be pregnant when I told you about the pregnancy test taking the pregnancy test and I told you you're pregnant I'm pretty sure you're pregnant remember how you used to ask me how why I was so confident and then I was like yeah he's like well that's why because I got you pregnant on purpose and I just remember crying and I don't, I, I felt confused because I was like, should I even be crying right now? Because I mean, I got myself into this. It's not like, obviously, you know, like, you know, that that could be what could happen if you're having premarital sex. Um, but at the same time, it's like, I felt almost like betrayed feeling like, wow, like, why would he do yeah. this on purpose? Like, that's crazy. And like all the shame. I- yeah, I was very ashamed, like. I was very ashamed and embarrassed with my family because it was already bad enough that I had messed up. And then, like, I remember when we got married, I wanted to have a small wedding because I was so ashamed and embarrassed. And we ended up actually having a huge wedding. And so, yeah, so we did end up getting married <laughs> soon after uh, in April yeah, uh, of 2010. Mm-hmm. And um, it was it was awesome. Just, like, the love and grace of God came yeah, upon us. Yeah, I was really uh, scared. Through our friends, anything. through our family. Uh, we did. We kept our ears closed to all the negativity. We knew it was out there, but uh, we just decided to focus on, on on our future and what was next. But our family came together. My dad really like paid for the majority of everything, and um, yeah, and a lot your of dad, family, uncle, my mom, uncle uh, Carlos, dad. and uh, Jenny, and uh, Louis, and cousin Yvette. Um, Every everybody like went ahead and pitched yeah, pitch like, in and helped out. Yeah, absolutely. My, my guests, I see. Yes, yeah, well, Joe, yeah. Chris Villa. Yeah. I mean, they all were helpful and, and like and contributed in some way or the other. Yeah, we've left out anybody else. I'm so sorry. I have to look back at my pictures and be like, this person and that person. But yeah, you, you know sister, who you are. My sister helped. Oh, yeah. Vivi and Jaime. Yeah, Vivi and Jaime. Jaime. I remember they made a pizza run for us on that day for the kids. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And your, par- your parents, too. They, yeah. They were awesome. They were my dad was serving in the kitchen. I remember that. Yeah. And um, so 
it was it was something of a of a mistake. I'm definitely a mistake, but definitely found redemption, but not without consequence. Oh yeah, for sure. Not without consequence. I think that's the thing. It's like God forgives, but that doesn't mean that there won't be consequences yeah. to our actions. You know, it just yeah. means that through the consequences, yeah. God will be with yeah. us. There was a lot of challenges, um, and we mentioned before the jealousy was one of them. Um, so let me ask you this. Uh, what do you think, uh, if we waited, uh, for sex after marriage, we, um, how, how do you think things would be different? I think, I mean, in the beginning. yeah, like I think, uh, no marriage is ever smooth or whatever, but it could, I, I will say, I think it would have, it could have been smoother. And, um, I think like all the hardships, like as, as far as for me, like being a mom and a wife all at the same time, that was very Oh my goodness, that was so hard Crazy. for me. That was Crazy. intense. I went from being like on my own and like and stuff, and then all of a sudden, like now I have a husband and a baby like on the way, and so that was really tough. I I think, and I would never take it back though. I will say that like I feel like things could have gone smoother. Um, we probably would have gotten married a little bit later. I think God would have had more time to work in us yeah. and through us and stuff. Okay. Um, I, I did not count the cost. Yeah, but <laughs> but, I, but I do, I will say like, I look at my Aliana now and I'm just like, wow, like she changed me in so many ways. Like God used her to change me in so many ways. Not only that, but I look at her and it's funny. Now we have this thing where I look at her and if I get deep into thought about how beautiful she is and like just really appreciating who my daughter is and much she's changed me like i'll tell daniel she was your idea like yeah. she was your idea yeah. like and, she was my doing for sure yeah <laughs> and so i look at him like she was your idea huh he's like yep yeah. so um now and i saw so i always say i don't know who was crazier my wife or i because she literally married me with without the job situation like i was i was having i didn't have a stable job but I, what i did do i went out and i had this drive I had this drive. I knew like I had this vision and hope for the future because I knew that where I was is not where I was going to stay. I think that's what my wife saw in me. Yeah. Uh, she saw the potential. Like, she was like so driven. I, she saw not where I was at. Yeah. She saw where I was going. Yeah. And and props to her to have be able to have that kind of faith as well because uh, like I could have easily just said and I forget that like this is too yeah. hard. But so now I have a criminal uh, record. Like I don't have a job. I don't have a uh, I don't have a phone and I didn't have a car. Like we had this, all we had is in my wife's car, which is a hoopty. Yeah. It's a, was it? What year was it? 1990. The same year I was born, 1990. 1990 Acura. Court. Legend. Acura legend. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so, but, okay. Let's give it that credit. That car was Hold on. junk. Back in the nineties. But it was junk. Back in the nineties, it was a luxury car. Okay. Let's talk about oh. the details. We had a phone on the inside that didn't work, but back in the nineties, it did. I had a sun rooftop. All right. Let's talk about the positives. It did for a little while and then it broke. <laughs> Seats were like, it looked like there was like someone put uh, like a cougar in the car and just let it go wild and ripped all the seats. Like, yeah, <laughs> I had to get seat covers. She replaced. had some seat covers. Yeah. And like, oh God. It, it was a hot mess, but like, yeah. she she rocked it. Like, she, she, I was like, yes, yeah, my car, she, you know. She rode in cool. that car, car in confidence. But that's all we had when we got married. And so, again, family was important and they were a big part of, of our, of our uh, upcoming because yeah. in the beginning, um, we, we didn't really. My mom and dad actually anything. bought me that car. So, um, shout out to my mom and dad. That, that was before, before I met her. Yeah, before. Yes. This was right after high school. But uh, shout out to my mom and dad because that's the car that got us <laughs> around. Yeah. So, so we started rough. So like, talk about starting from the bottom. We started rough. All we had was our faith all we had was hope mm-hmm. that somehow some way if we did our part jesus was gonna come through yeah and he sure enough did so um like i can remember like we were so broke and not only financially but emotionally spiritually yeah. we were just broke on all kinds of levels yeah and um we actually had to go and ask for government assistance for the beginning seasons of our marriage yeah. i'd be on on food stamps and, and and all that um it was just bad like i remember uh like you're like my wife helps me fill in the gas she was remembering a time where i broke down oh I, yeah uh, once i was married you know, I yeah about that. yeah so i remember um after we got married we were living with his parents for a little bit and he was going from temp job to temp job and stuff like that and i 
I remember he was, there was a, like, he was so confident and be like, yeah, I know, like, I'm just going to keep up on applying and, and I know that God's going to open up doors. I know he knows we messed up, but I know God is on our side. We've turned it all into him, you know, and we want to do things right. So I know God is on our side. He's going to redeem us. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Like I was full on board. Like, yep, yep. God's going to do that. But there was a time where like when we were seeing as the months were going by and like he wasn't getting like a stable job because of his criminal background, we're like, I was getting devastated. And of course, I didn't say anything to him. And I, I could tell I was weighing him down, but he wouldn't talk about it. But there was one night he came in the room and we we're going to go to sleep and we we're laying in bed and we would always pray late at night, pray for the baby over my belly and stuff like that. And so because I was pregnant, right? So, so he would pray for, we would lay hands on my belly and pray for the baby. We would pray for our marriage and just like for God to come through. But I remember this time, like we prayed and after we prayed, he was quiet and all of a sudden he was crying and I was like, are you okay? And I had never seen him cry before. And he was like, like, I don't know what to do. I feel so guilty. I feel so bad. Like I brought you into this. Like, look what I've done. I've messed up big time. Like not only did, did like, you know, like we get married, I don't even have a job, but like now there's a baby on the way. What, what are we supposed to do? And it's my job to provide for you. I can't even provide for myself. Like this is like, I, I'm so sorry that I did this to you. And like, he was just apologizing and crying. He's like, I just don't see how God is going to make it happen and stuff. And I remember I started crying with him because he was expressing everything. I was kind of already feeling not that he let me down ever, but it was more like he was expressing everything I was feeling as far as being scared. Like there was so much fear going into the future and not knowing what it was going look like and if we're going to able to get we're going to be able to get through the tough season yeah. of being financially i mean broke yeah. broke yeah yeah because just like i had a meltdown like we had the faith that carried us through yeah but we didn't stay that we didn't stay in that in that in that, in that moment where i was just i felt that lack of yeah understanding of or even like, no i think at that time i think at that time like your faith was being broken like i think you came to a place where your faith was being broken I remember afterwards I was like I was talking and I was like Daniel I don't know how but God is going to come through for us yeah. like I was just like speaking what I didn't even know like I didn't even feel within me but I, I spoke it and I felt like so empowered and confident but which was weird because I remember feeling really confident saying it but I was just like where's this coming from like I know this is not how I feel and I really felt like it was just God giving me a word for you and I remember then we prayed and I was like God please father I know you're going to come through you're going to open up doors father and you're going to you're going to allow us to be blessed in even more more than what we need to be able to pour out, out onto others yeah, yeah absolutely. And it was amazing because that made a couple months after that was oh, it? So, okay yeah so yeah like after that um like i was i was spiritually refueled again i had that you know the confidence in god you know you're gonna help us get get out of this mess you know and uh, it's like that upward growth the spiritual growth and the faith growth is not like a straight road up so for those of you who ever who who have a strong faith or have a faith and have the hope uh, that God's going to come through in your life, but sometimes you have those dark moments, that's part of it. Like we're human. Like this is part of the human experience, experiencing these ups and downs. Yeah. Like the journey of growth is not a straight one up. It's up down, up down, up yeah, down. Sure. And it's in those down moments where we we're tempted to walk away. Yeah. But if we're over able to overcome. In those low points, that's where all the growth happens. Yeah. That's 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 like when we start going and seeing new levels. Yeah. So um, I was I was like, you know what? My actually, my dad had brought up, and hey, there's this place I was talking to this guy. There's this place is hiring. It's for um, installing uh, cable for Direct TV. No, I'm sorry, for um, Time Warner at the time. And he said you should go check it out. I said I don't know how this is gonna look like, uh, but I'm gonna go. I'll go check it out. I'll talk to the guy. I talked to the super, the hiring manager. And you had no technician. I had no technician uh, experience, nothing like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, my dad was in the in the in the technician uh, field, mm -hmm. but uh, I had no experience. Um, he said, "Hey, if they they hire you, I got some tools you can borrow." So I said, like, "That's." I went up. I I was just straight up with with the manager. I said, "Look, I have no experience in this, but my my dad has some experience with this. He has some tools that he's willing to give me. Would you give me a shot?" And he said, yeah, we'll give you a shot. But I let him know, disclosure, I got arrested. I actually got a felony on my record. I don't think I'm going to pass the background test. And he said, well, unfortunately, I'd love to give you a shot. And it looks like you're a hardworking young man. And you definitely have drive, but 
Um, if you can't pass that rec that background, um, there's really nothing we can do. Yeah. So he didn't even let you apply the first time, I think. Cause yeah, it, was, he... it was a contracting job yeah. for, for uh, Time Warner. So I, I went home with my head down. I was just bummed. I was like, yeah. so what's going to happen? Like this, this seemed promising, but it's not going to happen. Yeah. But out of nowhere, like I got this idea, like, why don't you just ask him to run the background check? Yeah. Like, why don't you just go through, like, like fill in the application, yeah. and talk to him and see if he's just willing to do that. And he did not have to do that. And I'm sure it cost the money to run. He was Christian. Right remember back. that too? Was he? I don't yeah, remember. Yeah. I remember you said he was Christian. Okay. Because I think the first time you talked to him, I forgot what he had mentioned, but. Maybe his name was Christian. No. <laughs> no. He was, he was, oh my goodness. So know. he was Christian and we just were amazed by that. Well, oh, go ahead. Yeah. So he just, he, um. He took the shot. He, he submitted my application, everything, and um, like I was just nervous. Like the next couple of weeks, I was just like waiting and waiting. Then I get the call. He says, uh, "Daniel, so like we ran your 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 background and everything looks good." So I'm like, "Wait, what? Like, yeah, it's good. good to work?" I was like, I "Yeah, I mean, e everything looks good." Um, like. Yeah. Talk about the favor of God, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. It was the favor of God. That's why I mentioned that he's Christian because I really feel like God set it all up. Like, I really believe in my heart that the reason why he gave you a shot, I mean, for him to run a background check already, you telling him up front, like, I have a felony. Like, that's a big deal. And I really feel like it was God's mercy and grace that he touched that guy's heart to to give you the opportunity to even, I mean, take a I, chance on you like yeah, that. Like, when you had no experience, you barely had enough tools. Like you had some tools, not even all of them. And then on top of that, like you have this this felony on yeah. your record. And that was, you that, know? that it, yeah, it's just like. God was setting it up. Yeah, it's like setup. where we could, <laughs> yeah, it was a setup for a comeback. Because yeah. like we were not expecting that. And that. We're that, praying about it. Too. We're praying about it. And that's, that's when um, really everything started changing. You know, like in the beginning of that, it was still rough. Like we still. Imagine had... if you would have given up trying to look. Yeah. Like I, I'm like, I almost never take no for an answer. Yeah. And I, I thank God for that stubbornness, you know, and sometimes it's, it's worked, hard it's worked against me. Yeah. But like, it, it also applies into my faith. Yeah, it's like a, it can it's be hard good. to rock my faith. <laughs> like, like you can't take this away from me. Yeah. You can't take my hope and my faith from me because it's, I can, I seen the impossible. Yeah. I've seen the impossible and, and like. For anyone out there who's lost hope in a certain situation, who's who can't see them still, their way out of it, like there is nothing, like if you just surrender that. Yeah. There is nothing God can't do. Mm -hmm. You know, if you just let it go. And um, a, a a verse that that holds true in our lives is trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make straight your path. Mm -hmm. That's Proverbs three five six. And so, like. Nothing about our our life made sense. Like getting married made no damn sense. Like <laughs> going and uh, like applying for this job made no sense. Your mom makes like, jokes actually now. She's like, she's like, oh my goodness. She's like, sometimes I wonder like, how the heck does Daniel have so much faith? He's like, that's all I had. <laughs> I had nothing else. I had no money, no job, like no confidence she in says, myself. She says you and got like, married in faith. I got married in faith. Like, <laughs> I don't know who was crazier, my wife or I. Like, I got married in faith too. She's just cuckoo. Mm -hmm. But like, um, uh, so I had, we we're broken. All we had was faith. Yeah. All we had was faith. Um, and so like, that really set me up for my future. Um, and uh, that um, few, like maybe a year into it, an opportunity opened up because I was doing contractor work. But an opportunity opened up uh, for a bigger company, um, working directly to them, uh, with them, uh, with benefits and all that. That actually allowed us uh, when we transitioned to, and I transitioned to that company, uh, started making a lot better money because I remember that job it was still hard. Yeah. I remember like going one day into trash bins and just trying to collect recyclables just to, yeah. to get some food on the table. Yeah. Like it was just tough. And so. Dang, I forgot about that. Yeah. 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 Like I would go like. Oh, babe. For a season, I'll just jump into these dumpsters and collect all these recyclables and, and like. Yeah, that I was would, tough. I would get some food on the table. So um, this new do new job, um, same thing. I was still scared because, okay, like, um, yeah, like this new job might not hire me because yeah. of my record. Yeah. But I said, again, that faith, okay, nothing's impossible. Yeah. So let's just give it a shot. And I applied and sure enough, right to me. Yeah. sure enough, uh, um, they, they brought me on board and um, that changed it. That changed a lot for us because with that job, we were able to buy a house. 
Yeah. I was 24 years old when we bought our first house. Yeah. And it's like, well, this kid, coming out of jail, yeah. getting married with no I remember purpose, your family with, was so with no direction, no plan. Yeah. Um, I was, we were able Save to buy, money. yeah, um, we were able to buy, uh, we, it was so crazy because we not only saved enough money to put a good amount of money down as a down payment for the house, but we even had enough to remodel some, some of yeah. the house. It was just amazing how we prayed to God, like in full faith, like, God, please, Father, if it's your will for us to We were to buy a new car. We, we, oh, yeah, we were able to buy a new car. A new car. Uh, our daughter was going to be born. Yeah. or Like, that was actually before, right? No, yeah, Aliana was born before we got the car. Okay. And we were able to get a new car and, and uh, we were able to buy a house and, like, yeah. we were blessed. Like, yeah. like, we, like we completely did not expect a lot of these things that came to us. And, and it was a combination of our faith, our hope and our hard work and dedication to, yeah. to our purpose and our, our God. Like it was just like, there was no other way. I can't imagine where our life would have gone yeah. if it wasn't for that. Mm-hmm. So this journey, it wasn't, it wasn't easy, you know, and it wasn't easy, but um, we, we definitely, we knew, we knew that it wasn't going to stay where it was, Yeah, you know, so I encourage you guys um, to stay faithful, stay, stay moving forward, stay on the path, and uh, whatever happens, God will align, yeah. uh, align that path. What, no matter how dark it looks, how crooked it looks, um, yeah. it, it it'll turn around. Yeah, that's right. It'll turn around. So um, now I want to go into the pros and the cons of like <laughs> getting married young, young and dumb. Um, so that should have been the title, Young and Dumb. <laughs> so I kind of want to go, go go through real quick some of the cons and pros because there's definitely a lot of cons and pros. So we just pointed a few. Yeah. Um, one of them for me, the cons, just being unqualified to lead and lacking self awareness. Like I don't think I really started my journey of self awareness till 2014, 2015. That's when it started and it didn't start off too well. But um, I just lacked a lot of that so emotional. I wasn't emotional, emotionally stable. I, you know, I still had a lot of growing to do. Um, and so did you. Um, Thank right? you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like we, we both. That is correct. You know? <laughs> and so like actually the first year of marriage, we, we were pretty close to divorce. Yes. Oh, God. Yeah. It was tough. Yeah. I remember feeling like uh, I I came from a a broken home. I came from a home where there was a lot of stuff going on growing up and and a lot of brokenness, you know, and stuff like that. And eventually turned into a divorce between my mom and my my stepdad. And um, yeah, like I think just seeing that, it just felt like I came into the marriage feeling like I will not have a man tell me what to do. And so my identity was in that, like feeling like, oh no, 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 like I love him. I'm, I'm willing to be a submissive wife when you I need to submit. Yeah, no, I felt like I'm willing to be a submissive wife sometimes, you know, <laughs> or something. Right, we both had to learn what that meant. I'll be borderline submissive, <laughs> you know. But um, and then and then think about it, like this is where it was so extreme. So I was like extremely like defensive going into the marriage, I guess you could say it in that way. We're feeling like, okay, I'm willing to be led by him when he's being led by God. But then I had a hard time, of course, because he was being like so jealous and controlling that then when he was like wanting me to submit, I was like, no, like, are you kidding me? No, like you're not being led by God right now. I will not be led by you. And yeah. and it was kind of like, man, it was really tough. It was, it was a tough season. And so a lot of what would happen would be, yeah, I would want to run away. Yeah. I want to run away. I think that's one of the cons for me. I just, I feel like because we got married so young and the situation, everything that just happened all so fast, I think, um, and I wasn't fully prepared. Like, I think if, like I said, I think if we would have waited on God, God's timing, which, oh, by the way, I want to mention, like, I feel like there's times where God, it says yes to things, but it's just like when we take it upon ourselves to take it upon our timing and not God's timing, Things don't turn out as smooth. It's yeah. like, and I think that's what happened Sometimes with us. God gives us the vision, the vision and the promise. Yeah. And like, just like Joseph, like yeah. you moved on it too soon. Yeah. And, um, but even at that, God has, has yeah. where it redeemed. And, and so I, I think that, I think that's where what happened was like, we just got, so I think if we would have waited, like God would have had more time to work in us separately before we became officially one 
you know, in marriage and then to create a family and everything. And so because of that, I feel like it caused me to be so immature. Like that was one of the cons. I was so immature um, going into the marriage and just being like, okay, any time that I felt like you were trying to control me or like you were being extremely jealous or something, I would want to run away. Yeah. I'd just be like, that's it. I'm leaving. I'm going with my mom or I'm going to my tia's. Which Thea, by the way, is an aunt, and that's my aunt Ceci, the one I was talking about that I was really close to her. Yeah, and so yeah, another one, another con for us was not having a clear plan and being just being broke in all kinds of levels, like we mentioned <laughs> earlier. Um, that that was definitely definitely hard. Yeah. Um, and then spiritual maturity, you know, uh, you think you know, in our early twenties, you, you still did have a lot of growing up to do, and and now. We're hitting our thirties, and I think we're we're like just now the last couple of years definitely really un, growing on another level of maturity, yeah, in, in our spiritual life, in our emotional life, in, in all kinds of ways. Yeah. Um. So this this podcast is probably I think it's been eight years in the making, and and I think we wouldn't have been able to do something like that, uh, have the 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 wisdom and the direction to do something like that um, until now, and so. Definitely one of the cons for us, spiritual uh, immaturity. So some of the pros, some of the mm-hmm. pros, uh, we, since we both had the desire to be married young, um, that's definitely uh, one of the pros that we got to experience that together. Mm-hmm. And um, anything you want to share about that? Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I feel like um, that was something I know I had asked God for. I was just like, God, you know, like I want to get married young, have kids young, like I mentioned. And so I did get that. It's just like, you got to be careful what you ask for. Cause then you take like, you know, you could get so carried away with the desire that you make it happen yourself, like help what you did and yeah. got me pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you got to be careful. You got to make sure you align your desires with God's timing and God's will. And if you, if you don't leave God at the center, like you don't keep God at the oh, center of whatever you're trying to do, even in your desires, it's like, it's not going to go as smooth. It's not like, it's not like it's, ever going to go super smooth, even with God, with God on your side. We create more of a but, mess. Oh yeah, like, oh yeah, for sure. And it's like harder to clean up. And then yeah. we want to cry about it and be like, God, yeah. why? You know, but it's like, there's some things we go through that, that God has aligned with our life that are going to help us grow. They're mm-hmm. going to be difficult. Yeah. But there's some that we create ourselves. Oh yeah. We and a lot of, a lot of the stuff we get stuck on is the stuff we create ourselves. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And so another, with that, you know, being, you know, in line with our desires and, and being able to live that out. Um, just being, I get to being able to experience that journey of parenthood and, yeah. and, and husband and wife early on yeah. and, and learning and growing together. And that it's been a beautiful thing. Yeah. You know, like, I will say, I'm glad that I, I, even though it was hard to learn, I like, it was really hard learning because we were so young and immature. I will say, I'm glad we're at a place now where it's like, we're going to hit our thirties. And I feel like um, we've learned so much yeah. in such a short period of time yeah. and so it feels good to be like yeah. not that we know it all because my goodness no we don't like there's so much more we need to learn and yeah. i'm looking forward to it and growing and stuff like that and you know in different areas where god's trying to grow us yeah. but at the same time it's like i'm glad it's over and done with some of the stuff that we dealt with i'm glad it's over and done with like yeah. i'm yeah. relieved like oh god yeah, i think like and, thank you uh, that it happened before yeah. and we're not one of the things we're going to talk about uh that impacted our lives greatly was our son being born yeah. with a, a condition called cere- cerebral palsy yeah. which we'll get into in, a, in another podcast yeah. but that definitely tested our faith yeah. in the middle of our marriage yeah. um but yeah being able to do this life together it's it's been a blessing you know uh, i've don't know how it would have turned out if I was independent of you uh, in my in my twenties, and I'm hitting my thirties. So a lot of finding myself was because of you. Oh, babe. Yeah, a lot of really understanding who I am, and 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 the courage has been because of you. And um, and yeah, I definitely would not be Keep there. Keep going. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, honestly, I feel the same way. I feel like. Man, we went through so much together, but I'm so glad it was with you. Like, you know, I feel like it wouldn't have been the same with anybody else. Like, I'm just so thankful for you. I'm I'm thankful for Sure wouldn't. <laughs> it's true, babe, honestly. And I just feel like, man, like I needed a, a strong man to lead our home. And I can honestly say, like, you were that strong man, a little bit too strong sometimes, but then God God has just came in and started molding your heart and making you this wonderful man, like wonderful father, wonderful husband, 
like I'm just I'm so thankful for you I'm thankful for you I'm thankful for your drive and never giving up and having so much faith even when it was hard to yeah yeah and and uh, yeah like always glory to to my father and the wisdom that he's left behind in the, in the scripture because without the direction uh, of the word of God and where would we be you know yeah. um shout out to all our friends and family that have been part of the process oh, we yeah. love you guys thank you to everybody that gave us words of wisdom encouragement yep. not just the ones we've mentioned already yeah. but there's been nuggets here and there that have been you know shared with us yeah. like people people have shared some a little bit of their stories which have helped us yeah. a little bit of like understanding yeah. each other yeah. and seeing different perspectives or yeah. like like i know people sharing yeah. stuff with me has given me perspective yeah. like okay so it's not just my husband it's like this is things that men deal with sometimes yeah, or like stuff like that. You know? Absolutely. Um, so we thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, thank you guys. This is uh, our story of being broken. How faith <laughs> is all we had. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. This is how we do live, love, and discover. <laughs>